When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinions. I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on Football Series 1, episode number 4, flying through the episodes. We are live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter, Ace Podcast Nation. Of course, your home to many great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. So please do give us a follow, subscribe to that YouTube channel, click the bell for notifications and if you prefer your podcast in audio format, Check us out on the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first sports-dedicated network of podcasts, as it were. You can find all the shows produced by Ace Podcast Nation there. And uh, do give them a check them out. Download the audio versions, all the previous shows and episodes. Helps us out a lot. And uh, just as we wait for a few of the the latecomers to the the party, as it were... We're, um, we're supporting a charity Super 6 League this season, helping raise money for two great charities, Maggie's Centre and Mind. Um, there's been no change since the show I did Monday, but um, a quick rundown of the football uh, players. Cohen Griffith, ex-Cardiff City legend, is up there at the top. Jeff Stelling, second. Andy Campbell, uh, Willie Boland, Andy Legg, and then myself, but, uh, of course, Rodri Giggs has joined and he has flown in with a whopping, I think it was 14 points this week, showing everybody that he's uh, t- coming, to, coming to take over the party, I think. But uh, on that note, that's a good week, mate. That is like, I think anything over 10 is solid. But like, I think you had 14, which is 12. It was I've just been corrected. But um, you had the prediction of Cardiff nil, Bournemouth one as well. So, yeah, good week. But, uh, yeah, joining me as ever, my co-host, 
It is uh, the the man himself, ex Salford City winger and manager, Mr. Roger Giggs. Are you right, buddy? Yeah, you. Yeah, mate. I'm all, all good in your new studio as well. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, suave, uh, yeah, suave. They give me the wrong Wi-Fi code, so yeah. 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 So if Rodri suddenly disappears like halfway through, it's because um, his phone's got out of battery because it's powering his uh, his Wi-Fi. But uh, it looks it looks fresh, mate. Looks good. Looks nice. But um, let's fly into it, mate. Then just in case. Um, there's so much has happened this week, but we talked last week about Jesse Lingard um, and what an up and down week he had. Like he had, he had missed, uh, he had obviously sent United out and uh, lost against um, young boys, and then he had been the hero against West Ham, or he was the hero against West Ham on um, in the league game. Mark Noble, the villain. In the league game, Mr. came on and missed a penalty, which we'll talk about in a minute. The substitutes coming down to take penalties. But then, of course, Mark Noble starts for West Ham in the week and had a pretty good game. But uh, West Ham managed to somehow cling on to a 1-0 victory. As a, you, you know, you're a United fan. It's been a, it's been a rocky couple of weeks, really, haven't it? Um, bit of a whirlwind, yeah. You know, the, the Ronaldo coming in, like, setting it alight. Which we, which most of us expected, but yeah, the the uh, obviously the, the winner in uh, against West Ham, but then obviously defeat against Young Boys, and then obviously defeat on um, Wednesday. I wasn't sort of uh, disappointed the defeat on Wednesday. Disappointed with a couple of players because they, they had the chance and they didn't take it. But you know, West Ham defended well, and, and we didn't really make any clear cut. Uh, that one, wasn't it, from Greenwood? Mason Greenwood should have scored when he come on, but he was just, he literally been on 30 seconds. That's what happens when you run forward. You make yeah. chances, and Marshall just, just doesn't well, play. Let's talk about that. Like you mentioned, players who have been uh, perhaps moaning for a chance in some cases, others just itching for a chance. Um, I thought, from a United point of view, uh, I thought Van de Beek was very good. And I thought two centre-backs were very good. I thought those three really took their chances in terms of you get 90 minutes, you've got to take your chance, you've got to perform. Uh, whereas I thought Martial did nothing. And he just looks, because of his, this, I don't know what it is, his, his playing style perhaps, um, and he's such a laid, got such a laid-back personality. When he doesn't do anything, it does look like he's doing nothing. But he just, he didn't run in behind. He didn't really... Get going. He wasn't linking up the play. They kept left dropping, the catch up in too deep. I yeah, and that's what I was going to say. They all kept going to the same position, didn't they? That sort of inside left position. Yeah, but I totally, I totally you... disagree with Van der Beek. I thought he had a shock. It was his fault for the goal. Yeah. He just stood where he was. That's interesting. I thought, was, I thought he was trying too hard, and just it, it just by leaving him on made it even worse. I felt sorry. I for think that's Max, interesting. He wasn't having such a bad game, but. He brought him off. I think but, with Matic, um, no, not Matic. He just matter. Uh, sorry, yeah, okay. I thought Matic. Um, he Matic just hasn't got the legs anymore. Yeah, he just hasn't got the legs. I mean, like you could see that he's still got the vision. He's still got the. He's still got it up in you know in his mind. He just hasn't got the legs to to do it anymore, which is a shame because a great player. I just thought Van de Beek. He was probably at fault for the goal, but I thought he his passing was pretty good. 
his movement was pretty good. And I thought at least he was trying something. Whereas you looked yeah. at Martial, he was trying the wrong things. Yeah, Martial was just was totally chalk and cheese for Van der Beek. Van der Beek gave you 100%, but he didn't really play very well. Martial, when he doesn't play very well, doesn't give you 100%. So what's he mm. doing there? At least Van der Beek will run about and he'll work hard for the team. Yes, he had a bad game, that can happen, but just felt sorry for him because he, he had a good chance to to set a mark down and, and set a stamper down and he didn't take it. So a few How difficult players, is it for him, though? Players, a few other players did. But you know, I feel yeah. so, it's, it's always difficult when you haven't played and you, you get thrown in. But they were the same, they changed 11 players, so yeah. Mark, Mark Noble missed another set uh, that he missed a set right at the end, I think it was, or towards the yeah, end. Yeah, but know, it's, it's in the 90th minute, it's on, on his left side, and he's took it with his right foot. You know, he's just probably tired more than anything, just swung his foot at it. Sure, if that come in the tenth minute, it probably slotted away. But yeah, it was ninth minute. Don't even know what he was doing up there. You know, the yeah, lungs, the lungs on him. So yeah, it was a, it was a good effort. It would have you know capped off a, a, a weird week for him. And that, that's football. It's the same with just Lingard. You know, he gives a goal away and he scores the winner. So sometimes that happens in football. Mm, the um, I tell you what, who was very impressive. I thought actually in both games was um, Bowen for West Ham. He's he. We watched him a lot of him in the championship last year, and he was impressive. And when he first came to West Ham, they were playing him very like right midfield, and he wasn't always getting the chances. But he's Moyes has gradually brought him in and more sort of central. And he's um, he gradually brought him into the team instead of just chucking him in at the deep end when he signed from championship. And I think that's actually helped him because he kind of has played as he played himself in. And uh, I thought he was really impressive, particularly with the Tuesday game. But I thought he was pretty good on Saturday as well. Yeah, he always gives you good energy. And like you said, he's grown in quality. You know, but it mustn't have been easy for him. So I kind of found, found it weird when they, when they signed him and then they put him out, out wide because he was a goal scorer. But, mm. you know, he gradually can play both positions now, which is good for, for his CV and good for, for him to keep it playing in the, in the start of 11. So... Yeah, I, I like I like him. I've always liked him uh, when when he first comes to West Ham. He's got good energy and, he, and he's you know he's dangerous. He, he can assist and he can score your goal. Um, so I've got a couple of questions I want to ask you, specifically about the, kind of those two games. But then I want to move away from United a little bit, then onto some other stuff. But so the first question is with Van de Beek, um, he didn't have much to aim at in terms of people running in behind making runs for him, even to spray the ball out wide because of the, Sancho kept coming inside, matters quite central as well. Whereas as soon as Bruno came on and Mason Greenwood come on, straight away you saw that Greenwood was bursting in behind and Bruno Fernandes found him. So do you feel that Van der Beek suffered a little bit because of the players in front of him, as well as maybe, like you said, you didn't think he played particularly well? Well, well yeah, because there's no one to run. But uh, there's no one to run past because Marshall's constantly dropping deep. So there's two defenders, and it's just easy to defend. You know, certain players just don't mix well. You see it with Manchester City at the minute with Ryan Sterling. They're saying, "Well, what's going on with Ryan Sterling?" The problem you got Ryan Sterling. He's giving you the same energy and the same, same, uh, same performances, but he's not getting the goals because he's got got. David Silva right next to him, feeding him. It's totally different players that he's got next to him now who are not feeding him the ball, who are not 
playing the ball across the line and he's giving him like two yard tappings. They're not he's not getting that anymore. Mares won't do that. Grealish won't do that. Who else is there? Gundogan, he won't do that. He's always running on forward. So he misses David Silva. So it's, it's, it, this is why it's important to have a good blend and a good balance in your team. Because if you haven't, it can kill other players and it kills Van der Beek because, they were, like I said, there was no one to run beyond because Martial kept on dropping deep and just wasn't working hard enough. Soon as, yeah, Mason not- soon as Mason Greenwood won, you can see the energy coming, run from midfield, straight away got uh, an opportunity and should have scored, but he's making chances for himself. And sometimes you've got to do that with your work, right? Yeah. One of the, well, it reminded me actually of last season when they had Cavani up front. They looked like dangerous as a team. When he was out, they looked a bit disjointed and weren't able to get the same quality going going forward. Well, it, and well if Cavani's took out Ronaldo. Game, if Cavani's played in that game, they win comfortably, you know. Comfortably. Interesting. I'm assuming he'll be back soon. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what the issue is with him actually. Um, and then my last question is, um, and someone just brought it up in the chat. GD Parry brought it up in the chat. Um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer said that Jurgen Klopp is to blame for the lack of penalties. Um, I have to say, I don't know what United have to do to get a penalty at the moment. I was uh, there was like several um, incidents over the two games. Um, well, there's a common denominator there: Manchester City one, Kyle Walker. Mm. Remember that? What was that? There was a Stonewall penalty. Yeah, the VAR, referee, the VAR referee was Martin Atkinson. Oh. The referee against West Ham and Man United, who should have had West Ham should have had a penalty. Oh, that was that was and one Man of the United most weirdest. At least, at least two penalties. The first yeah. one, it, the way he's pulled it back, is soft. But the same referee, Martin Atkinson. You know, in life you get bad drivers. You get he's a bad referee. 100%. It, with that experience, should be getting better, not worse. And he's worse. He's terrible. How on earth can you not give that first Ronaldo pen? How on earth can you not give the Wan-Bissaka one? He's swiped him from behind. That that West Ham penalty was one of the most ridiculous decisions. I know. The other way. Oh, oh mate. So in life, you get bad drivers, bad anything, you get bad referees, and he's a bad one. He was not, he did not have a good game. And this is the thing, I think we talked about this. We, did we talk about this a couple of weeks ago about referees coming out and speaking after games? I would have loved to have heard, because obviously you had Match of a Day, you had Sky, everyone's talking about these decisions because they were so, there was three on there which were just blatant. And you Dad. just couldn't understand what the referee was seeing. Dad. So I'd love to know. We watch the Six Nations and we hear the conversation between the, the video ref and the referee. It's very clear. And it's, it's very simple. These people just complicate things. It's just pathetic. Why can't we hear their conversation between Van and the referee? Why is it so secret? Was it a secret exactly you? you know, what, what's going on? Well, in it's cricket, when you have the... It shouldn't, it shouldn't be oh, just little mics. It should be all open so we can all hear it. And then things yeah. will change. They won't be well, so smart. Like... They won't be so, so arrogant. And they'll, they'll, they'll have to play it by the book and not, you know... Bend the rules, not bend the rules. That's a bit, bit much. But just do the job. Yeah. So, like, if you look at uh, this, where you go rugby, the 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 referees' conversations, they're all mic'd up. You can hear everything. The fourth official, you can hear. Um, cricket, the third umpire, the fourth umpire, they're all. You can hear everything, even when they're talking about if someone's out and they're going through it bit by bit. 
like LBW, Wicked, where the ball's pitched, all that stuff is all there for everyone to hear. It's part of the broadcast. It makes it more exciting. Makes the It's exciting for the crowd as they're building up to and they're watching it step by step. Well, um, rugby League, I think it's the same, isn't it? Don't know what's going on. No. What about NFL? Do, can you hear the referees in the NFL same, with the... Same. He comes on the mic and says what says what's going on. Rugby League? Rugby League's exactly the same. So, literally, because football the, is like... It's not... You can't hear it, but you can... The, the referees mic's up, so you can hear his conversation. Got you, right. Okay. So, literally, football's sure. the only one. Pardon? Football's the only one which is, like, behind other sports. Yeah. It's mental. And it makes you wonder why, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying Martin Atkinson is like a, a cheat. I'm not saying that. But it does make you wonder if they've got, if they're trying to hide something because. Got video evidence to make your mistakes, with the mistakes you've made to put them right, not compound your mistakes and make them worse just by well, because you're arrogant. Just do your job properly. That's it. I think that the VAR decisions. There should be ex-footballers trained up in the rules of the game and they should be on. The, part of the VAR team who review those decisions in the game should be a referee and an ex-footballer or someone who's not necessarily a referee who's part of that decision. Because to me, like you said, VAR's there to correct mistakes. And too many times over the last three or four weeks in various Premier League games, I've seen decisions not corrected. Even the um, the Brighton-Leicester uh, game, the first goal, um, is it Elliot? No, Harvey Barnes, sorry, um, was in the way of the key. He was in the keeper's eye line. Great decision. Second goal, he's not in the, in the, in the keeper's eye line. So when that went to VAR, they should have corrected the decision and they didn't. As you said, they, they're compounding a bad decision instead of correcting a wrong decision, which is the whole point of VAR. And that's a problem for me. And I, and for anyone like myself who was not entirely convinced by VAR in the first season or two that it's been used, but then during the Euros, I was convinced. I was really impressed with how they used VAR in the Euros. You got better and referees. now it's gone backwards. you got better referees. When you play with anything, you play with better people, you... you you get better results. You play with poor refs and, yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. But, um, so yeah, so obviously I was just looking then at the the, the comment which Solskjaer's referring to is back in January, Klopp said that, I hear now that Man United have had more penalties in two years than I've had in five and a half years. Do you think comments like that from Klopp and from other managers because there's you know there's always comments going back and forth about VAR and about referees and who gets the most penalties why we don't get penalties blah 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 like do you think those types of comments have any effect on referees yeah or do you think they could bring up 100% when these referees get together and they look at the stats and they look how many penalties Man United got last year that does affect their judgment where some of them probably are soft penalties so unless they're absolute stonewall penalties which one of them, you know, two, two, the second one you can argue is going down, but he's still not got the ball and he shouldn't be making a tackle like that. It's a penalty. The third one's soft, so you won't give it. But the two penalties and the other one for West Ham, it's just penalties. 
and it's sick. It's boring talking about it. It's the best league, yeah. one of the best leagues in the world. You should have the best referees. I don't care if they're not English. You need the best referees. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, and I said this when VAR came out: if you're not going to use it properly, then don't use it. And that's why, I stick why can by our that. Best referees, Mark Lattenberg, were the best referees. Why can he go somewhere and work in a different country? Why can't other players, other referees, better ones, come work in his country? Well, did you see? Um, oh, I, I read um, an excerpt from his book this week, uh, Clattenburg, and he said the reason he left was um, it was something to do with Jose Mourinho when he was a United, a United manager. He was like right up in his face, and um, after the game, and he said he was in his changing room and he was so frustrated that he like threw his boots or something against the wall. But how much of that frustration is because he's not allowed to go and speak to the media? after the game and say, this is why I did this. This is why I sent this person off. This, do you well, know what I mean? You're not, you're not going to get thrown in jail to, for expressing yourself. You could do what you want. Making a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Be interesting. He's that frustrated about it. But talk about it. You know, what are you going to get suspended for a couple of weeks? And if it's a, if it's a, a an argument that people agree with, then not, he's going to get slapped on the wrist. But, you know, to... To, to leave the game and leave the country, you know, he was a good referee. And so, he was, yeah. So he loved himself a bit, but he was a good yeah. referee. Well, he, he, he also addressed, um, he said people criticising him because he had those Champions League tattoos after he refereed the finals and people were like mocking him and criticising him and this and that. And yeah, he said... That's, that's, yeah, sorry, come on, that's just people mocking him on Twitter. Oh, come on. Yeah, I think on, the other thing as well with that is like, he said, like, if any other person in any other job, if you get, like, most people have got tattoos of things that have yeah, happened in their life that mean something, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, what the issue is, but why you took, why you took it to art? Did you just brush things like that off? Pathetic. Yeah, you, it's bizarre, mate. He seemed to take a lot of stuff very personally, but, like you said, he's got a bit of an ego on him, so I don't know whether... Yeah, That's got something to do with it. Players are like it. You know, some players you treat like shit, and they'll, you'll, they'll get you'll get the best out of them. Some you've got a muddy cuddle, and uh, you've got to treat different. He's the one that you like to say, "Oh well, love you, Matt." Blah, blah, blah. He's not <laughs> getting that. He takes his ball home. Oh, yeah, on. yeah, I like it. Um, who stood out for you this week away from uh, United and West Ham game? Uh, what this week? So you had the Carabao Cup, uh, Brighton again, mate. Brighton yeah, being Brighton, short Brighton, and Brighton, Brighton are doing well, but you know it's, it's still early. Liverpool look strong. Chelsea look strong. Brentford two 0 and seven 0 Arsenal seem to be back on their feet. I know it was only Wimbledon, but you still got to win these games. Tough away from home. So um, me and you got the Tottenham Chelsea game drastically wrong. Um, I went for a draw. You went for a Spurs one nil. Uh, Chelsea won three nil. Is Harry Kane turned up yet? Oh, I don't know if Rodri's uh, if his if his Wi-Fi is gone. Um, ask me some questions, guys, just while I see if he's gonna return. Hopefully, he can because. Um, I would like to get a bit more time with him, but we'll see how it goes. Um, so, guys, just a little bit of housekeeping while I wait for um, him to come back. Sunday night, uh, Danny Batten Fight Show. We're joined by uh, boxer Lloyd Germain. He's got a fight coming up at the start of August. 
So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, unfortunately, um, because Rodri's in his new studio, um, he hasn't got the Wi-Fi and stuff set up. So he's using his phone to um, just to set some stuff up and um, just because he wanted to do the show. Um, but yeah, if you've got any, uh, any, any whatsoever, any questions for myself, who do I, uh, who do we think? Well, who do I think will win the, the Carabao Cup? Uh, probably Man City. Um, I would like to see someone different this year. It would be nice if someone else could win it, um, shall we say. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see Man City perhaps do it. Maybe Chelsea. I think Chelsea could win everything this year um, if they can keep going because Chelsea just look super strong. Uh, yes, indeed. Donna says, please watch Lloyd's fight 8th of... October. Did I say August? I do apologise. October. Start of October. Lloyd Germain is fighting, but he's on Danny Button Fight Show this Sunday, 8 o'clock live. You can ask him questions. There's also a massive UFC card this week, and Anthony Joshua is fighting Isk, so it's going to be a very eventful show. Um, See, I'd like to ask uh, Rodri a couple of those questions which you've sent in, but I've got a feeling his battery might have been decimated where he was using it for a Wi-Fi signal. Um, but we'll see if he, uh, see if he returns. I'm going to hang around for a little bit anyway, and we'll talk about some stuff. Um, let's have a look what we could talk about. So, yeah, I think Chelsea probably the most likely to win the um, Carabao Cup. Uh, we said, but, yeah, Burnley... Um, when I think it was like two seasons without a penalty, maybe even more than that. Um, and, you know, you know, in that time, they had a few, uh, a few, at least a few penalties, which they should have had. Uh, Kate Charles says, hopes Andy Joshua gets sparked out. I think he will, you know. Um, I, people are really underestimating um, Eski. He's a very, very good fighter. I think particularly if it goes past the first few rounds, Joshua might find, might get unstuck. But equally... I think um, everyone's looking forward to Joshua versus Fury. I actually think there's a bit of a chance that they could both lose against Isk this Saturday and then Fury obviously fights Deontay Wilder. Um, There's a big chance, I think, that they could both lose, which actually, in terms of making them fight against each other, you kind of either want them both to win or both to lose so that they can still sell the fight. Because if Fury wins and Joshua loses, I think it's a bit more difficult to promote that fight and vice versa as well. Um, so it does become problematic. Uh, let's have a look. At, let's talk a bit about Cardiff and uh, championship football as well. Um, Middlesbrough are doing very well. Um, I spoke to Andy the other day. Um, he is Middlesbrough ladies are doing it very well. The, uh, the, the, the first team and the uh, and the reserves. I think the reserves might be unbeaten actually. So uh, yes, Andy's had a very good start to his return to management. Um, also, let's have a look. Um, what do we want? We want championship football. Bring up the fixtures. Who do you guys think will win the Carabao Cup? So let me know that. Also, let me know who you think might win the championship so we all we had a little prediction show at the start of the season how has your predictions changed since then 
obviously, the season's in full flow. Bournemouth are flying at the top. Fulham stuttered a little bit, but they're at the top. West Brom, Coventry still up there. Stoke, good start. Blackburn, Cardiff back down in 10th. Um, you've got Derby, Forest and Hull City in the bottom three. Now, that is absolutely some massive football clubs there in the reserve t- in the uh, in the relegation zone um and then obviously you've got Middlesbrough down to 15th now but they've been doing all right uh so look at some of these questions Donna says that Brighton to win the Carabao Cup I actually think that's not a bad shout um but what you'd need for that to happen in my opinion is you need um you need like a Chelsea to play Man City or Liverpool. You need the big teams to clash against each other. I think West Ham would have a good chance again if if the if Chelsea, Man City, um, Liverpool go out of the Carabao Cup. I think that opens right up. You need them to be playing each other really. Uh, Reese says I want Arsenal to win it for Arteta. I think Chelsea might take it more serious. I think um, there's a reason why Man City take it seriously because they know that if you pick up a trophy in april or whatever it is march april time the carabao cup final it sets you it sets you up for the running so well to win a trophy so early in the season i i really remember i really think that that's a good way of looking at it so it's interesting um gd parry says west ham are due something remember that fa cup against liverpool in 2006 yeah that was brutal um for them and Reese says uh, winning breeds winning absolutely um, and I'm surprised more Premier League clubs especially the top clubs the, the size of their squads they should take it more seriously um, Coventry will shock a lot of people says Kate Childs said it since day one yeah I think look Coventry last year were exceptional for a team who had come up from League One they never looked in danger never at any point looked in danger of being relegated and I think They've just they brought a couple of players in, and then since then they've been flying this year. You know they um, they've only lost one game, uh, lost two games. Sorry, um, they've got a pretty good goal difference. They haven't conceded too many. Only conceded six goals all season, which is the same as Bournemouth, who were at the top. Bournemouth have just scored a couple more. It's uh, it's certainly interesting. Um, Cardiff. Uh, have made a bid to be part of the standing trial, which is good. I, I hope that comes in. Safe standing, I think, is vital to bring in atmospheres to grounds and making atmospheres better in grounds. I think safe standing will only help with that. Um, I was interested by Mick McCarthy's comments about young Ruben Corwell said the emotion of um, the weekend's game where he had scored that brace um it kind of shattered him and he was exhausted and that's why he didn't play as well in the in the midweek game um i thought that was interesting because if he thought that then why did ruben corwell play um he also talked about um jefferson lerma's tackle on kieran brown um in the bournemouth game and i thought he was very lucky to escape a red card i thought it was a bit naughty um but i thought that Gary Cahill's reaction and behaviour kind of distracted the referee a little bit. Very clever from a very experienced player. Uh, yeah, but you know, got any questions? Send them in. Um, 
what else we've got in the comments does andy manage the reserves as well um i don't know if he manages them but he is involved heavily with everything around middlesbrough ladies um so i don't think he's necessarily the the, the first like the coach of the reserves but he is heavily involved in every aspect of middlesbrough ladies how about yeah i did my super six earlier in the week easy peasy done it i reckon i'm gonna get a full house this week feeling confident very confident um I'm going to, uh, we didn't get Rodri's predictions for our little comp competition this week, which is a shame. Um, but would you like us, what should we do predictions for this week then, people? Should we go Championship, League One, Premier League? What should we look at for the show this week? Whatever you fancy, you tell me and I'll we'll do the predictions for that league. Um, I have reminded Rodri, but I, I'm going to I'll speak to him later when he gets home and, oh, he's back. There we go. I didn't expect him to return, so there we go. Excellent. You right, buddy? Nope. Where is he? You right, mate? Battery died. Yeah, I've just come to my car. Ah, see what what a what a legend. Didn't want to give up, mate. See, didn't want to give up. I did think that we're just um we were just discussing um, the yeah, championship and car, stuff and battery died and <clears throat> it's charging slowly, so in the in the car it charges quick. So Ah, there we go, mate. Um, wicked. So, um, you had a couple of questions for you, actually, which um, was I was going to throw to just as you cut out. So, the first one was, uh, Kay Child says, have you got any tattoos? You cut out again. You there, mate? breaking up Are you there mate Are you there mate yeah it's difficult yeah. you're you breaking up a little bit tattoos? yeah yeah do you have any tattoos did it did it do you have any tattoos i do yeah i have one Well, you want me to tell you what it is? Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, Come on, Biff, on my hand, on my arm. Nice. Like it. Love it, in fact. Um, and then Reese said, uh, how would you have managed Rodri Giggs as a player? Would you have shouted or would you have put your arm around the shoulder? No, I would have shouted. I'm all, I'm on the show. And I didn't really need to be, to be honest. Uh, probably a little poke up the arse every now and again. But yeah, I, I was, you know, I didn't really necessarily love football. I love to compete. So anytime I'm competing, you don't really need to wind me up or put your arm around me or. I don't know, yeah. I'd probably shout, though, if anything. Yeah. Uh, Donny, uh, Don, Donny, Donna says, uh, who was the fastest when you were younger, you or Ryan? Oh, he's gone. Uh, 
Yeah, unfortunately, this week we just got a little bit of an issue with uh, with Rodri's connection. He's trying his best, mate, uh, guys and girls, but it's uh, unfortunate, unfortunate. Um, yes, indeed, petrol sure. Don't get me started on petrol. Jesus, what is wrong with people? It's like just the rush to like seeing as though there's a shortage. Well, there wasn't a shortage, but now there is because you all rushed out and bought. 100 quids worth of petrol which you're not going to use as you use your car once a week ridiculous people just don't understand it people 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 oops all right buddy uh, yeah it should, should be good now um so donna said when you were younger who was the fastest you, runner yeah. you or ryan yeah yeah i can hear you Uh, don't forget your question, right? Let's have a look. Uh, have you done your Super 6 for this week, mate? No, that's what reminded me. Started me started talking at the start. I need to I need to do it tonight. It's tomorrow, isn't it? 12 o'clock. Yeah, you got to follow. We've got to follow up that week, mate. I, remember, and I'm always, I always remember about 3 o'clock. I think it's too late, so yeah, I'm going to do it tonight. Indeed. Um, so, what would be, mate? I do an FN. I do... Go on. I was going to just say we'll do our predictions now because we'll uh, we'll have a look at how we did against each other in a minute. But what were you going to say then? No, 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 nothing. Go on. Oh, the, uh, a few a few people asking what car you got, mate, as well. Nosy bastards. Nice. See, all the best people got BMWs, which I find. Um, it's the first time I've had one, you know, to be honest. I usually have a, usually have an Audi or, yeah, but BMW, I like this one, so I got it last, I forget last year, like, got it about a year. Yeah, I got a Beamer as well. I, um, I always wanted one, like, no particular reason, just wanted, just wanted one, like, and I just made the, decision i've had about 18 months now but um i do like it but then i had um when it was um when that woman drove into me last year i had um a mercedes a class as a higher car and then that was like just another level of smoothness it was so 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 nice to drive when i had my bmw back then i was like this this is a piece of shit <laughs> Yeah, they're all smooth, aren't they? Really nice drive. Mm. Like it. Um, right, mate. Um, we're going to do... So let's have a look at our predictions from last week because um, I got a feeling you did all right and I didn't. But um, let's have a look. So we'll be looking. We got so, the um, wrong, didn't we? We thought we, spot, we, spot, thought we spot on at half time. Oh, I know. Yeah, I texted you and said, oh, see, we know what we're talking about. Swansea are 3-0 down. We said 6-0. And then they come back. Yeah, you jinxed that, didn't you? I did. I should have waited till full time to text you to celebrate. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there we go. Here's where it is. So, uh, for the Leeds game, uh, Newcastle-Leeds, you had 3-2. Uh, I had 4-3. Uh, and it stayed 1-0. So... We both done rubbish there. Wolves, Brentford, you had 
2-0. I had 1-0. So you had that one spot on. Oh, no, you didn't. You had 2-0 Wolves. And it was 2-0 Brentford. There we go. Um, I had Wolves, yeah. You had Brentford. That's right, yeah. I had 1-0 Brentford. Uh, Arsenal, I went for Burnley. You went for Arsenal. We both went for Liverpool. Um, And we both went for Man City to give Southampton a drubbing. That didn't happen. That was a draw. And then we had Watford. Uh, I went for Watford. You went for uh, Norwich. So... We'll have to top. We'll total them up, but um, this week is going to be. Uh, we'll go with Premier League again, I think. So you've got. I'll make a note of them. But yeah. So first and foremost, Chelsea, Man City, mate. What you got? Chelsea, Man City. It's difficult, isn't it? That's a one and one. If I ever did see one. One all. I'm going to go three-one Chelsea. Just got a feeling. Uh, United Villa twelve thirty. United Villa. United Villa is usually a three-one, so I'm going to go stick with that three-one. That's three-one to Villa. You're saying, yeah? Yep, and Ronaldo to score again. See that run going. Um, yeah, I'll go. I think, I think three nil. Uh, Everton Norwich. Everton Norwich. Oof. Just thinking, it's Everton, but how many? Mm. Oh, two nil. Two nil. Be nice to Norwich. Even though it'll be more. Nil. I'm gonna go two all for that one. And then, yeah, I got a feeling, mate. Norwich. I don't know. How far is it? That is a trek. That is a trek. It is a trek. No, see, I'm no good with geography, me. Oh, right. Everton haven't impressed me this year at all. Surely they'll fly. Okay. What, they fly. Have... Yeah. <laughs> I don't <care>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Norwich have been on fire. So uh, I'm going for that. Yeah. Two all. <laughs> uh, Leeds West Ham. Oh, that's going to be feisty. Leeds West Ham. West Ham are on the up. I'm going to go West Ham. 2 1. 2 1, you say, yeah? Antonio back. Keep back, yeah. I'm gonna go three one to West Ham. Uh, Leicester versus Antonio. Just got Antonio, I've just subbed him on my fantasy. Yeah, I've just got him. Got rid of, Is he good? Get rid of. I think it was uh, either Watkins or Ings, one of them two went. Yeah, they're not good. They don't, they don't score many, do they, Watkins Ings? Ings is good, but he just seems to always pick up injuries, like just little niggly ones. What have we got? Uh, Leicester Burnley. Leicester Burnley. Is that Leicester? Uh, 
can't keep going three one can I? Uh, <laughs> Did Leicester play in the week? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think. No, I don't think they did, did they? They must have. Leicester. 4 0. 4 0 Leicester. Oof. 4 0 Leicester from Roger Giggs. That's a. Oh, I'm going to go. I think it's going to be much more low scoring than that. I even think uh, Leicester 2 1. I think Fancy Burnley might nick a goal. Leicester 2-1. Yeah, Leicester beat um, Millwall 2-0 in the week. Okay. Uh, Watford, Newcastle. Newcastle up on plane. Newcastle 1-0. Newcastle. I'm going to go with Watford on that one. I'm going to go... Uh, one nil Watford. Uh, Brentford versus Liverpool. Two high scorers of the last couple of weeks. I was going to say, I was going to say Brentford. Then I'm going to go two. I'm going to go two two. Two all. I'm going to go with four two to Liverpool. It's going to be a high scorer. Um, I just think Brentford, they'll concede because, you know, Liverpool look very good, but I fancy them to score as well. Um, and then on Sunday, we got Southampton versus Wolves. I'm going to go 1 0 Southampton. And then Arsenal Spurs. Feisty again. A few feisty ones this week. Arsenal Spurs. Oh. Arsenal picked up and Tottenham have been rubbish. A bit of dab in it, so. Yeah. I'm going to go Tottenham 3 1. Went for Spurs last week as well and uh, didn't work out. I just got. Um, I think Arsenal might finally. They don't. Uh, they don't very often smash Spurs, but um, Spurs, then Spurs have got to pick up at some point, haven't they? Change they that. Can't that. Keep... Change that to two one, not three one. Two one. Two one. Two one Spurs for you. I'm going to say three nil Arsenal. And then the final Premier League game of the week is Crystal Palace versus Brighton. Crystal Palace versus who? Brighton. Both doing well. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Palace. Palace. Um. So one 0 Palace for you. I'm gonna go. See, Brighton have been so good this year. Been really, really impressed with them. But I quite like Vieira's Palace as well. Um, I'm gonna go two one Brighton. Um, I got I think Brighton will continue their good run, even though I think it's gonna be very difficult. 
because um, I, I like Palace. I thought Palace against uh, Spurs were really good. Zaha has been exceptional. I think um, England missed the trick, not tapping Zaha before he changed the li- allegiances. Yeah. 100%. They should have, shouldn't they? Because he was in the squad, wasn't he, a couple of oh, times? He's a player that can make the difference. You know, he can be a winner of a game. And England have got a few of them. Uh, and ironically, they don't seem to the left. So, mm. yeah, it's... Uh, Interesting. Would, would he even, would he, even now, would he even played? You know, you've got Grealish, you've got Sancho, you've got Rashford, you've got Foden. Still probably wouldn't get a look. And, you know, he should be probably top of that list. Yeah, yeah. I, he hasn't quite like. I still think he's an exceptional player. I just think he hasn't quite gone on where I thought he was going to go. At one point, when he signed for United, I thought he was about as guaranteed a success as you can be as a young player, and I, he just didn't happen, did it? Um, obviously, there was rumours about like him having issues with Moyes, and he went to United. He went to United. He made some mistakes. He seems a bit of a maverick. So you know, and. People don't like that. I, I, you know, I, I like him as a player. I like him as an individual. He's just, you know, Man United was too early for him. It's as simple as mm. that. So, but yeah, he needs to move on for Palace now. Um, couple of questions for you. Is it time for United to cut ties with uh, Anthony Martial? Yeah. Yeah, just cash in with him. Cash in and, and yeah, you still get a good price for him, wouldn't they? Now, even now, 100%. oh, yeah, you, get, get, you get your money back. They paid 50 million for him, they, they get that back and change. So, he's still, he's still, if, if play playing right and the right piece around him, he'll get you 15 20. It's just you need to get him that extra 25 30. You want him getting you want him to get to is probably a stretch. That's why he's probably going to have to leave United. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. I think um, I think if he went to Arsenal, went to Spurs, West Ham, anywhere like that, I think he would do really well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Be interesting where he goes, and United will probably all day. I see him all day. I see him at Tottenham. Yeah, I think he would fit really well there. Uh, Last couple of questions then from the live chat. Donna says, "Do you go and watch United play weekly?" No, not not anymore. I used to week in week out for years, but no, you, you got you got kids and you got other things that are going. If if I can get there, I'll go. But yeah, not uh, when was the last time I went to Old Trafford? Uh, last year, yeah, last year. Certainly. If you had the the choice, would you go to an away game or a home game? Oh yeah, an away game. An away game. 100%. All day long. Away games, are to- away games are totally different experience. You know, and that's what I used to do. I used to go away, away so that you, you get up in the morning, you meet, you get in the train. It's the old experience, and you know, obviously, mostly every time we won, even if we went down. So it'd be a great ending, and you, you get home. And, yeah, it's a long day, but yeah, away easily. Where home, you, you know, you leave your house at. Ah, two. You're at the ground for quarter to three, and 
watch the game and then you leave five minutes for to go eat the coffee. So it's totally different to. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I always always preferred away days to to home games, and hundred percent. Um, yeah. Uh, what else questions we got? Uh, just keep your nut. Just 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 got to have, uh, just got to keep your nut down in certain per, certain areas, certain posts. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> got it. You can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just got to watch watch what you're saying when you're in certain areas, I suppose. There's some ropey places, mate. All Birmingham. over the place, isn't it? Thinking of, a, thinking, thinking of a few. Birmingham, Leeds, um, Chelsea. Millwall. Millwall was always tasty. No, I suppose you didn't. We, yeah, we did. We um, Stoke West, uh, Stoke Millwall was always an interesting trip. Stoke, yeah, Stoke. Um, uh, what else we got? Donna says, "Have you ever met Ronaldo? If you have, what's he like?" You know, I've never met Ronaldo. You know, but by that time, I was uh, what time did Enzi come? Twelve I was probably. Stopped going every every week, or I probably stopped going about 2001, 2002 uh, regularly. If you go every now and again, but yeah, it never never even crossed paths with him. Yeah, so I never really bothered the players anyway. You, obviously, when you when, you, when <clears throat> Ryan was living across from David Beckham, and he grew up with them lot, so I kind of knew them lot. And I knew a few other players players because he used to go out in town, Andy Cole, Dwight York. So, yeah, a few others, but never really bothered him. speak to him, but yeah, I never really bothered because he always used to get tested and mired. So I was never one for asking for autographs or asking for pictures. Just, just didn't mm. do it. Uh, GD Parry says, Were you there when Cardiff beat United 2 0 at Old Trafford? 2019. No, I wasn't there. No, I wasn't there. No, no. It's a good day, though. Um, yeah, it was a good one. It was a very good one. Um, right. Um, I know you've got to chip off, mate. So um, we'll be back to normal next week anyway in terms of connection and stuff. Apologies, but uh, Rodri, dedicated as no, he was, I'll be, up, mate. I'll be up and running next week. I'll be up and running. I'll be up and running next week. And we'll be good to go. Back to normal, good to go. But um, guys, lots of things coming up in the, in the future, so uh, keep a lookout for that. Join me for the Danny Bam Fight Show on Sunday, where we have boxer Lloyd Germain joining us. Uh, we'll be talking UFC from tomorrow night, and plus Anthony Joshua's fight and uh, any other news and bits from the week. And uh, yeah, lots of live shows and stuff coming up. So do join us. Oh yes. Yeah, massive UFC card tomorrow. Anthony Joshua's fighting. It's going to be a yeah, late night. Yeah, Nick Diaz, mate. How do you see him? His return going after so long. Yeah, he's uh, cardio machines, aren't he? So yeah, I see it. I see it. I don't know. You can go either way. You don't really know because he's been out a long time. But you know the, the, the way they carry themselves. He's not going. to come in and, and be a mug is he so he's going to be better going you think you know he's going to make my work Robbie Lawler you know Robbie Lawler's no mug either so 
Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. But then they've got the women fight, and we got uh, Ortega and Volvoski, which will be decent. So it's a good card. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be a late one tomorrow night. Um, I'm gonna stay up as late as I can and watch as much as I can, yeah, and then I watch always, the rest I in the morning. Do that and then, yeah, I always do that. Get, watch as, as much as I can, then just fall asleep and just watch on YouTube in the morning. Yeah, I could never get um, I could never get through it all these days as much as I want to. But like most, it's on um, BT Sport. No, but like. No. The old IPTV is always handy. Um, right, guys, girls, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Spread the word. Me and Rodri will be back next when, uh, next next Friday, not next Wednesday, next Friday. Uh, should have a super Kevin scripted next week as well. But uh, join me Sunday. See you later. Thanks for joining us. It's always good. Gigs. G-I-G-G-S. No. Roger. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again.